The biggest hurdle for me was the fact that not everybody is going to like you. I'm not in a traditionally female industry and I've not done traditional female kind of things in my past either. And I think that you just have to find a common ground, stick to your guns and go for it. Know your stuff. You got to own it. You really do. Welcome to Here's How It's Done, brought to you by the Women's Enterprise Centre of Manitoba, the go-to place for women looking to start or expand their businesses. I'm your host, Kate Friesen. This show is for you if you have ever dreamt of owning it. It's for you if you have already taken a great idea and launched a business. And for all of you who already own a business and are facing a hurdle right now, yeah, you're in the right place too. One of the biggest challenges for me right now as a business owner in a COVID-19 world is feeling like the playbook has been thrown out. Like there is no map to follow for planning ahead in business or in life for that matter. But story is my business and I do know that stories are a map. What gets one person through can help another one see a new way forward. That's why I have not one, but two entrepreneurs to introduce you to. And both of them are great at forging new ways forward. Kelly Tipido, owner of Squarely Social, thinks outside the box, especially around how you connect with your customers right now. But first, the founder and president of Evolve Green, one of the most established alternative energy companies in Manitoba. When Lorena Mitchell launched her company in 2008, There weren't a lot of businesses like hers in the province, and not a lot of women to be found in her field. No map? No problem. Make a trail. I mean, I'm glorified hippie tree-hugging person, but... Uh, I back that up with I'm 12 years in the industry and about five years of investigation and education before that. But I've had people sit across from me and say, you know, what makes you think as a female you can do this? And I'm like, well, I'm doing it (laughs) because I can, because I want to, because I love what I do. And I think people need to get beyond that. I think that we've come to a point now where we've had enough trailblazers out there pushing the boundaries of, of those industries out there. Are you one of those trailblazers? I am. At Evolve Green, Lorena and her team engineer and design on and off-grid environmentally friendly energy solutions, lighting, heating, and energy storage for homeowners and for commercial and industrial customers. The company is based in southern Manitoba, but works with customers all over the province and outside those borders too. But starting a business wasn't the first time that Lorena blazed a trail. Before Evolve Green, Lorena worked at the Royal Canadian Mint as one of the first ever female lead hands. She worked with the equipment, delegated staff, and took care of troubleshooting. And then she went home at the end of the shift to be mom to six kids. At the Mint, I was working 12-hour rotation shifts. Anybody who's a shift worker out there, I I know, is going, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, all you talk about is the weather and how much did you sleep? Because that's all you can think of. And uh, you're not, you know, you're so foggy after a while, right? So I needed to do something, A, good for my family. B, it was a lot about 
I was investigating and educating myself for about five years before I made that leap to create Evolve Green. And uh, for me, that's what it was. I wanted something better. I wanted to do something for the environment. I wanted to change my corner of the world. It's interesting to me that you spent five years researching before you actually launched this business. So for anybody who might be listening who would be interested in, you know, how am I going to launch or how am I going to start? Can you talk a bit about the research you did or what you did to get ready to launch? Yeah, getting ready. I'm not sure that I ever thought of it as starting a business, to be fair. Um, It was the next phase of my life. Uh, It was something that I loved, and I certainly grew up with that in my background. My mom was always a bit of a trailblazer herself, and uh, she did uh, passive solar, which is, uh, you know, thermal mass loading of heat, organic gardening, so we never believed in, like, a lot of chemicals. So it actually was a progress even longer than the five years, but the five years was more about the electrical side and more about the storage side. I was learning alongside people with 20 years. 30 years experience in the industry and I was doing uh, simultaneous uh, designs beside. You started designing and when you felt your designs were uh, better at at the left better (laughs) you launch. Yes. In between Lorena's job at the Mint and the launch of her business she picked up some lead work for a pharmaceutical company and that resulted in something completely unexpected. I guess you could term it almost allergic to some of the things that were there, but it was the inactive ingredients that were causing the trouble. So that was kind of (laughs) everywhere because nobody thought they were dangerous. But it was dangerous for Lorena. So dangerous, in fact, that her brain swelled. And I actually lost my long-term memory for a time. I had already launched Evolve Green, but not by very long. When this had occurred, I'm one of those people with a videotape memory. So I have now lost my absolute best asset as I'm launching this company. It was a nightmare. It did take some time for it to fully come back because it was based on the swelling in my brain and, and my body that was causing it. It left me with something called psoriatic arthritis, which is a, something I still deal with today. It took about three years to be really uh, back to uh, strength. Did you have any second thoughts about launching this business in the midst of, of this real physical challenge that was affecting your memory? Once I got back on track, it was, it was actually good. I was able to get back out there, get on my game. It was absolutely scary though. Um, I could have gone back to my jobs, but I really honestly didn't feel that getting sick again was the way to go. I was even more committed, I think, than ever to making it work. But it was also giving me the option. So although I still had a physical shop, I could rest more if I needed to, if I absolutely needed to. Um, As an entrepreneur with a disability, that really means a lot. Um, Because a lot of what I have does go up and down. So there's good days, there's bad days, you know, whether it's pain level or or what have you. But I mean, having said all that, I really come so far. I can go in the field. I just don't have time most of the time, unfortunately. While others might have stepped back from launching a business, Lorena forged ahead, seeing a way forward to make the business work for her. And what does that business entail? 
So we do power systems both that are grid-connected and off-grid. Grid-connected power systems are actually pretty easy. It's following code. Um, there's not a lot of parts and components. When you get into the storage side of it or something that's completely off the grid, you have so many moving parts to something like that, and it can be done so many different ways. And it needs to be safe. And it needs to perform the function that we're designing it to. So there's a few things that have to happen. First, we have to talk about customer expectations. All right. So that's a fairly detailed conversation. I need to know them pretty well, especially if I'm designing for a home, like what's happening at 5 a.m. when it's dark out still, but that power system hasn't been charging for a while. So there's so many pieces to this, right? You talked about some of the... Uh attitudes you've needed to have as a woman going into the business, owning it, and knowing your stuff, for sure. Is there anything you could say around any other perspective you bring as a woman to business that you leverage? I quite often, I think I have a much greater attention to detail in what I do. Um, I'm much more uh, uh, customer oriented. I believe it's really important to treat people as you want to be treated yourself. I mean, that's the fundamentals of any business. And I think as a woman, we're kind of almost trained from the time we're little, unfortunately. I don't want to be all sexist and stuff. And I know it's really hard to come away from, but we do tend to serve. And when it comes to a company, though, customers want that. I think that's where we are more of a success than a male-run company. And also we control chaos. Uh, a lot of men tend to freeze. I, I mean, I don't know why they're not using women in their fighter jets other than that they have children and they don't want to do it after that because they wouldn't jeopardize. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we, we do, we have nerves of steel. When you're managing the chaos of a company and you're managing, you know, even just problems with that, I'm dealing with about 20 to 30 clients at any given time. To give you an idea, I am very good at chaos. I'm very good at managing it and working through it in a calm manner. And I think that's what people really just want to know. They want to know everything is okay, but they want to understand that in such a way that it's true. So just saying, no, 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 it's okay. That doesn't work. <laughs> you know, they have to trust you. They have to believe you and you have to earn that trust and that belief. And only by them seeing and doing your other things can they know that? Satisfied customers that trust the company and keep new referrals coming in. That's one of the keys to Evolve Green's success in a volatile industry, where competitors can pop up when a rebate is offered by government and then disappear when the program is over. Not Evolve Green. When Manitoba's solar rebate ended a few years ago, a lot of companies shut their doors. Lorena's company was there to pick up the pieces for stranded customers. Last year, around this time, when I did this very interview with Lorena, Evolve Green had 30 contractors at work around the province and a hub of four staff that were working furiously to keep up with all the business coming their way. I ended this interview with the question I ask every entrepreneur on this show. If somebody else is thinking about expanding their business or starting a business, can you share how you go about planning ahead or any tips that you might have? Or, Well, although you need to plan ahead, I agree. What it is, is you need to have a great idea. That idea needs to drive you insane. 
so insane, in fact, that you go into business. Don't overthink a lot of the stuff. Start putting together your business plan. But at the same time, you need to just get up and do it. You know, nobody who had an idea anywhere that at the beginning, everybody said, wow, yes. <laughs> it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Somebody behind that idea was a crazy person that thought they could pull it off. Great advice. Thank you, Lorena. And then there was a worldwide pandemic. And this podcast went into hibernation before it even launched. So I knew I needed to circle back and see how Lorena was doing now and what kind of new paths she was forging. And I started by asking her about something she'd mentioned to me when we first met. You are a problem solver, a finder, and you think outside the box. We talked about those three things. What's the first one that comes to mind? You probably used all three of those during this present time, but what's the, the top one for you? The biggest thing was problem solving. I felt stalled. I felt almost immobilized at some points. I couldn't take my eyes off the numbers as this freight train kept coming. And I think it created a delayed result in how I responded after. Like, so I did all the safety stuff. I changed our pallet policies, made sure our people were good. But I mean, the company moving forward and trying to find our way, that, that, was, that was a biggie for me. I feel like there was probably easily six weeks where I felt zombified by this pandemic. How do we do this? You know, we were working. We already had jobs. Our, book, our stuff was booked already, but we still needed to know how to move forward. And that's where we needed the, the, the government policies to come to play and, and help us understand how do we move forward in this. So once I figured that out and I started getting back my steam, my problem solving came into grand effect and um, we started actually doing something about it. Because I always say, you know, even if you're taking a little step, it's a step. In those first few months, there were some big losses. A few of Evolve Green's most experienced contractors left for more stable work in another province. And then there was the loss of more than half a season of contracts. And I think we found our way, but it's still precarious and we can't use like last year's numbers to figure out what's going to happen next month or the other month. And what, what did we do right or wrong last year? This is like almost in a completely different environment. We have to reinvent. We have to be inventive. We have to make sure that we're staying on the edge of where we need to be. We're implementing new things. I have a patented new design coming out for um, heating solar panels to melt snow from them, which is a timed device that is inserted on each solar panel, and that's patented. Um, we still have to finish up some R&D this winter. We have three clients we're working with. I mean, I have to say, our evolutionaries, which is what we call our clients, they're the cutting-edge people out there who are on the front, the forefront of the environmental uh, seen uh, in a lot of cases, these guys have been really amazing for us as a company, and they've really stand behind who we are. A lot of the new business we get, even though we do advertise, uh, is really coming from our people that are out there. And we have thousands of really happy customers, and uh, they really show it. I know I asked you this when I first interviewed you, as I call the pre-COVID interviews, advice that you'd have for somebody who is, let's say, in, been in business for a while, 
and is experiencing challenges. What's one piece of advice that you would pass on? You really need to look at how you're doing business. If you're not reinventing yourself a little bit right now, um, I think that you know t- traditional ways are not necessarily going to carry your company. So you have to be inventive. You need to think outside the box right now because people aren't necessarily going to be walking in your door anymore. So making things easier for your customer to see you, uh, branding you. It doesn't necessarily mean you pick up a new product line, but you just have to be able to reach your customer better because they're not necessarily even driving around anymore. Mm. That's a great one. So how we connect with our customers. How we connect, absolutely. So that has to be first and foremost. And that's certainly how I've tackled the issue, how we reach and touch uh, our customers and how we do business, keeping very uh, clean messaging and just being upfront. That's Lorena Mitchell, owner and president of Evolve Green. You can check out a lot of great solar and other renewable energy options at evolvegreen.ca. And Lorena's reinventing in another way. She's the host of a brand new TV show, Evolution Greenworks. You can find it on a new online TV network called Manitoba News and Sports. And hey, when you're online checking that out, head over to wecm.ca and find out more about how the Women's Enterprise Centre of Manitoba can support your business. One of the secrets to Lorena's business success, especially in these uncertain times, is to think outside the box. And she had some really good advice about finding new ways to reach your customer. And that's where my next guest comes in. So my name is Kelly Thibodeau, and I'm the president and CEO of Squarely Social. At Squarely Social, we help organizations be more social in their marketing. So for us, social isn't about media. It's about a way of operating and connecting with customers online. The thing I love about my business is that I get insight into how somebody else sees their business and their customers and, you know, getting curious and encouraging that business owner to get curious. And I'm really passionate about asking a lot of questions and really listening like really taking the time to listen. And it's really surprising what you can discover about people by just taking that time to listen. So one way to connect with your customers right now is to listen and to lead with empathy. So you got to understand who you're talking to and what kind of challenges they're facing and how you can help. And marketing has really changed in 2020 where marketing before could have felt a lot more like a sales message or something that was really company-centered, it's time to really be audience-centered and think about connection in building community through those online channels. And it can feel like a lot to keep up with sometimes, but again, in sort of discerning where you wanna go in business, it's finding that community and taking the time to be thoughtful about the way you build it. I think it starts with being willing to ask your community what they want and how you can be of best service or best help to them. So it's not pretending that you have all the answers and thinking about the shared common values that you might have with your audience rather than thinking about something that might feel like a more organization-centered message about what you want. So I think taking the time to give and to be helpful Uh, is something that is going to really create that connection. Something I've heard recently that I really love is that 
time is a non-renewable resource. So really thinking about, uh, you know, where's, where's the community that I can contribute to and where, where does it feel good? Because anytime building community stops feeling good, then it's not sustainable and it's not something that either you're going to enjoy or your audience is going to enjoy. So for me personally, LinkedIn is the place that I really enjoy building community. And I've changed the way that I think about the platform from a place where I can share ideas to a place where I can get a more global view of the world and connect with people that I might never meet in real life in any other way. But it really has been the place that has grown with me throughout my corporate career and now in my business in a way that uh, has filled that connection piece. So if you're in retail, I think Instagram is a place there feels like there's a really strong pull in a good community. And it's, a, again, like sort of looking at your story through the lens of the values that you share with your audience. And, you know, people know that you're going to talk about your product and they're going to expect that. But you can have opportunity to surprise and delight them and see some real returns in terms of loyalty when you think about the community your product is very much part of it. And the way you can talk about it is how that product helps solve a problem for your customer and, uh, and then build value around it. One way to think outside the box right now is that if something isn't working, ask yourself why. Get curious about the problem and think like a detective to uncover the solution. So keep trying until you understand more and more and more. And again, I'll go back to if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. The best business advice I've ever gotten is to ask for help. And the response from community has been, whether it's sharing a template with me for a contract or sharing an email sample of something that worked in their business or sharing uh, a budget template that worked for them at a certain point of time or sharing some knowledge or insight, the collection of all that advice has helped me in business and helps me continue to grow. So I keep asking people questions and I'm always surprised with the generosity. And then I feel like my mission is to be as generous when people ask me questions and help them along the way. Thanks to Kelly Tipido for those great tips on building a community with your customers. And I love Kelly's advice about asking for help. Sometimes that is so hard to do, but Kelly is right. There is an amazing community of entrepreneurs in Manitoba and connecting with the Women's Enterprise Centre of Manitoba is one way to find that community. In fact, that's how I first met Kelly. You can find Kelly Tipido and Squarely Social on Instagram, LinkedIn and at squarelysocial.com. And you can find this podcast, Here's How It's Done, on almost any of the apps that bring you your podcasts right now. So I'm going to try something. I'm going to ask for help. If you liked what you heard today, check out our other episodes, hit subscribe. And if you can take a few minutes to add a review, that would be amazing. Here's How It's Done is brought to you by the Women's Enterprise Centre of Manitoba. The theme music is by Peter McIsaac. Additional music written and recorded by Charlotte Friesen. This episode was mastered by Madeline Roger and produced by me. Until next time, I'm Kate Friesen. Thanks so much for listening.